0: episode 308 of the global from asia podcast we're talking we got john graham harper back on talking about stuck in china part two what happened after
1: welcome to the global from asia podcast where the daunting process of running an international business is broken down into straight up actionable advice and now your host michael mickelini thank
0: you everybody for listening to global from asia podcast i just talked to sophie sophie in shaman china and uh, she reached out about some speaker events that she might get me involved with and uh she told me she's been listening to this podcast for like a while and she really appreciates it and i'm like wow you listen i don't even know <laughs> we just make this stuff she listens on wechat We also put these podcasts in Chinese WeChat. So thank you, Sophie, for listening. Thank you, everyone else, for listening. And we hope these shows help you, inspire you, motivate you, make you take action. And today's is a follow-up podcast from episode 247, if you want to listen back in the archives back in April of 2019. We had John Graham Harper on the show talking about being stuck in China. He had an exit ban. He's on the blacklist. He couldn't get out of China without paying these penalties or from a from a lawsuit or a court order. And he reached out to me. And there's been an update. And there's some closure. And uh, he wanted to uh, to to let everybody know um, from the listeners that had reached out or supported his campaign. I threw in a little bit of money in the hat too. So he wanted to uh, follow up with us about what's happening. So. You don't have to listen to the previous episode, but if you want to hear a full story of how this happened, you can go back to about a year ago in 247 of the Global From Asia podcast. But this is episode 309, and we're talking about what happened and. you would ask me then i was in thailand when we did this and now i'm back in china too and i don't know if i'm stuck but as far as uh, leaving it's gonna be hard to get back if i leave you know there's these stories of people saying you can't get back get into china now they're not gonna open the borders until maybe next year 2021 so i uh i maybe i'm even stuck in china now or uh, or it's not like i could leave but it would be hard for me to get back so let's uh Tune into this show. I think John's always a great guest. He's got some interesting stories and lessons and uh, you can listen to what happened to him with this horrible experience. I hope you or I never get ourselves into. Let's tune in. Do you enjoy the content here at Global From Asia? Maybe you want some help with your own content. We have an amazing team making these shows, making this content, and we've actually made a little service for people that want to support the show and get their own content at contentinvestments.com. We have some long-term clients have been working with us on a regular basis. We can do ongoing projects, one-time projects, you know, web content uh, and uh, multimedia. Check it out today at www.contentinvestments.com. Okay. Thank you everybody for tuning in to our Global From Asia podcast. We have a follow-up show we, it was Stuck in China with John Graham, and we have him back on the show. He's still still stuck in China.
1: Yep. want to give everybody an update, yeah?
0: Yeah, yeah. We want to hear. So there was episode 247 when the show went online. If you didn't hear that first one, definitely we'll link it in the show notes. So check that one out. It's, It's been over a year now, right?
1: Has That's it? right. Yep. We're coming on to about two years.
0: Two years now for this whole... This whole case, I think we recorded the show about a year ago, but uh, yeah, your whole story has been a, a couple of years. So, for those that didn't, just a real quick, uh, I guess I'll catch people up from the last show if you didn't didn't get to listen to that yet or you haven't heard it in a while. He had a horrible situation with a deal gone bad with uh, with his old old Jim and the uh, the new the buyer of the business made a legal suit and. It turned into you know John being put on the exit ban when he went to Hong Kong or tried to go to Hong Kong for a an event he couldn't go I remember you said like the GoPros and the, the like the customs guys or they came in that's right picked you up in Shenzhen side without letting go to Hong Kong and so you've been fighting this battle we did a crowdfunding campaign so I think that's the quick quick one and you were Working on trying to build a case to fight this guy that that put you in his horrible exit ban and situation. Does that? I think that's a really really fast one, but I definitely recommend people to listen to that last episode if yeah. they haven't.
1: I was trying to get to the Philippines to for a buddy of mine's birthday, and I was flying out from Shenzhen, so I was going through customs, oh, and see. then yeah, like like something beeped on the screen of the computer, oh, <laughs> and no. you know you know when that guy has that look and, but he doesn't know and you don't know either right and you know you're just like okay there's something wrong but <laughs> you know this is going to be a good story you kind of have that feeling you know yeah but yeah they they had like gopros attached to their bodies and they were like, like straight away started filming me they put me in this holding area and it was well over an hour i was just sitting there trying to figure out what and they were like don't talk don't move you know, just, just sit there, be quiet. And then finally, he, um, I found out that, yeah, they came out. They wrote, they read a statement to me. They said, oh, you have a case. You have to address this case and then the borders of China. So they basically just turned me around and I went back, back into China. Unbelievable. But yeah, quite, that's where it all started. And yeah, and where we are right now, sad to say, like I was telling you, Mike, just the other day, the update, it's not a happy ending but it is an ending nonetheless and it's one that I, I kind of feel the only solace i get is if i share this story out get get it out to the public the more people that are aware the, the you know less likely they're going to make the same mistakes that i did and get into you know such a, a situation like this right
0: sure i know man so so let's maybe let's kind of pick up before we get to the bad bad ending let's just, let's maybe so you were i think when we ended you were running you were raising a little bit of money to support the putting together a case you had a lawyer that was going to try to help do you want to maybe ex- share with what happened uh, after since the last show let's maybe start from there
1: yeah yeah so so basically the reason i ran the campaign me and my my old business partner that he was involved in the same, in the same gym. We said, okay, look, we're going to, we're going to raise a camp. We've got to do a campaign. We're going to raise money for this. But the reason we're going to do it is to fight this case, not to bail me out. You know? So I was very specific about that. Like I didn't want, I didn't want to raise the full amount to get me out, out of the trouble completely. I said, no, no, I just need a little bit to hire a good lawyer. And not just one, but like a lawyer team. And then with this team, I can, Try to take this to a much higher court and try to get this case retried, and you know, and get the get the right evidence to eventually win. So, and then while I was so, once I raised that money, I acquired the lawyer. So the lawyers went to work, and they they advised me. They said very very clearly, they said, "Do not do any more media stuff because this could affect the retrial." Right. So they said, you know, keep quiet on media. Stop, right. stop making. And you know, because it could could be bad for you, the judge may not appreciate that that you're making all this public. So that's why I kind of went dark. And what I did was on the on the funding campaign on the, the funding page, and on my Facebook, all my social media. I just messaged everyone. I said, look, if you want like updates or if you want to know other information, just message me privately. But I'm not going to be putting up, you know, any any sort of public up in the clear and so i i the, i've had a lot of off you know you know just with direct which yeah because i i need to update people but and tell them ins and outs but i just couldn't make anything public and then yeah it just it was like, it was it was a, a job of just getting enough evidence and then once the evidence was all collected putting this case in into a much uh higher court than the one i was being sued in and then this case then sort of appealing to get the case retried and oh my god did this take a long time yeah like we're talking you know so not only was there you know all the holidays you got christmas new year's chinese new year then the coronavirus came and it's just delay 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 but you know i mean i i mean i i wouldn't really say that all these delays weren't normal i think usually case proceedings like this they always take a lot of time if you talk to anyone that's been in a court case before they'll always tell you that yeah this is this is kind of the way things are things always take a long time i understand so it really trained my patience <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. so i so it kind of like slowly you know, i kept asking for updates and they said yeah okay we we've messaged the you know, the judge team, the assistant, and they said, you know, still need to wait, maybe another week, maybe another month, you know, maybe, you know, and it's just, I just kept saying, you know, any updates, any updates, any updates. And I did, I did put out a few videos, like on my YouTube and then on the funding page, just to tell everyone that, you know, again, I can't be too public about what's going on, but this is just comes down to the big weight. So I'm, I'm waiting, you know, the moment anything comes up, I'll let everybody know. Uh, I was just waiting, waiting, and then about two weeks ago, the hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know the the judges of this they're having deliberations about your case. So they they begin talking. Right? So I'm like, okay, okay, so we're we're going to get a decision soon, right? And the decision is whether or not this case is retried. So once the case, if if I get the the, the notice saying that yes we've decided to retry this case then what I do is I go to the old court where I'm being sued at and I and I basically I can I can cancel the old verdict and once that old verdict is canceled my name is off the blacklist you know I'm, I'm still in an open case I'm still in a case that's ongoing but I don't have uh guilty i'm not guilty right and that was the goal the goal was to get a lawyer team to be able to get me to just so where i had at least was had a fighting chance in this chinese system right (laughs) yeah i know dude yeah so but sad to say after being it's about two years into this journey just Monday, so that was the day before yesterday, I got uh, feedback from the lawyers who got feedback from the court that they just simply denied the retrial, they denied the appeal. Their their, uh, words were, their was, I, I sort of passed the deadline for when I could make this sort of appeal. You know, so I said, you know, what does this mean? And they say, and then the lawyer said, essentially the court values procedural justice more than substantive justice. So that's kind of, they basically just said, we, we stick to our process. So therefore, you know, that's just the end of it. So yeah, <laughs> that's the kind of where the story ends. So I obviously have to pay and if i don't pay then yeah i'm in i'm i risk you know very you know severe consequences if i if i don't pay okay. so yeah that's the that's the end of the story guys okay. thanks for for being on this journey with me
0: <laughs> sure i mean so maybe i could just recap cuz some of the dates you know i know we're recording this end of april so the show will probably come out in the mid in early may so so then it seems like finally you got suddenly, it seems like in mid-April about, they finally started to contact you to talk. And then once it started, it seems like it went pretty fast with with them, unfortunately, giving this negative answer of the procedural justice over substantive justice, which I like your lawyer's uh, interpretation or you know a summary of that. So it seems like they just follow, followed a, the, the procedure, right, which is procedural justice, even though it might not be correct or fair, you know, they, that's what they stuck to, right?
1: Exactly, yeah. Yeah, um, why so long to simply deny a, a, an appeal and just say, sorry, there's a procedure? That I don't know. There, It could have been a very quick answer many, many months ago, you know, six, six seven months ago. It could have been on and them to give a response just simply saying no and the reason being that it's procedural is kind of that's like I don't know that I don't understand. Because if they said no, as the evidence that you provided it's not enough for us to justify a retrial, you know, you're missing these different, you know, things or these questions come up, or the you know, if there was any kind of other reason it would kind of be—I don't know how to say—I guess, I guess it would be a little bit more. It'd be easy for me to understand, but just to say no, we're following procedure. It's like, come on, guys, why didn't you tell me this six months ago? You know, you know that like this is this is there's been so much time in between here, where you know this could have been a very <laughs> quick fix, right? At, le- at least I, I would have been out of this this court's hair I would have wouldn't have been you know a, uh, a case sitting on their desks if they could have just quickly looked at it and said yeah fall, he's not following procedure he's you know he's off by about six months he ma- mi- missed the deadline yeah. you know he's yeah, it, that would have been kind of like okay all right okay I understand that but then to delay 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 delay, so so long like a lot longer than I thought would be necessary for such a small case like this you know and th- and these this kind of court they're dealing with much larger cases they're dealing with you know multimillion dollar you know lawsuits so this kind of case i'm not but you know i i don't really know their process or how how it all works but yeah that i just that part i doesn't really i don't understand
0: okay. <laughs> that's a bummer man so you know hopefully i don't ask questions that are that are sensitive or hurt but so you haven't been able to leave mainland China since, since we last talked. I mean, there's, and now like you're, do you have a passport or you don't have a passport or, I mean, you can travel within China, I guess. What's, what's the, what's it been like the last year or two, you know, traveling or, or living?
1: Yeah, it gets like there's a lot of people that have shared my story or that I've been on there their podcasts or I've been on in their, their media, like I was even in the, the Australian Financial Review. It's quite a big, a big newspaper over in Australia. Yep. I made it very clear. I said, no, no, I have my passport. I have my passport in my hands, but my name is, is on a list, uh, a list that pretty much every country has. And it's just a list of people that are have ongoing court proceedings. And if they leave the country, then it isn't fair to the, the 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 case because they can get away with stuff, right? So I'm just on this list, but I have my passport and I can travel within China no problem. Planes, trains, all of this I've got no problem. Even renewing my visa is not a problem. Immigration and court are not not really, you know, connected in that way. I I, I there's no problem for me to just to submit my passport. And get my my visa renewed so that that's all fine but yeah it's just it, it's a very simple this name is attached to a case and we just can't let him cross the border it's 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 only that that, that it, it's just that simple got
0: it, so, got it. Uh, so yeah anytime you go to like where they check your passport they would just step beep or that weird look what those gopro guys would come at here or something i guess yeah. every time remember oh, man so so I guess just so the next steps, I think, I can't remember the amount, honestly, I don't know if you want to share or are we, but what's the, how much time do you have? Is a payment plan? Do you got to come up with it right away? Or, or you just stay on this list until you pay? I mean, or, or do you go to, yeah, what's the situation? I mean,
1: yeah, obviously you got to pay, got to pay if I want to get off the list. And if I don't pay, there's you know much more severe consequences to not paying. But I'm not sure if I told you on the previous episode, but about, let's say, I think it was about nine months ago, nine months ago, nine, nine, ten months, maybe it was nine months, yeah, I was, the enforcement department from the previous case came to me. They came and they looked for me to, to, basically, long story short, without getting too much into detail about that particular night, which was extremely stressful <laughs>
0: yeah, i remember. I think you told me on the um, we chat we were chatting about it yeah, i don't think it was on the show but
1: yeah i remember but basically they they it was they, they were cutting a deal like a payment deal so i have been paying up till now every month i've been paying money right but i kind of felt like all right it's okay if i I pay but as long as justice is served I'm I'm I wasn't in the wrong this guy you know is a dirty scammer and if I just get my chance in court the evidence is so crystal clear my not only will my name be cleared but I will win the case so that that was my thinking I was like you know it's okay if I if I have to pay in these months and you know and hustle to make these payments because in the future you know, justice will be served, you know, I have like, I had this, this notion of, you know, like, I'm like some superhero. (laughs) And guy always wins. But no, that's not how it works. But that was Yeah, so I've been paying already. So as of today, I've got about I think six more months of the current payment schedule before the entire amount is done. And I'm off the blacklist. So regardless of, of of however I'm this is over in six months
0: so what are some maybe what, what can people learn from this you know I mean I know you want to also like you said you want to share the story and, and have people learn I mean what what are some le- lessons or business you know especially us as foreigners in China doing business what would you we can maybe have a You know a few different topics on this but there could be books of course there are books but from your own experience what would you say some lessons
1: yeah yeah it's tricky right because after this kind of a situation i'm uh, i'm thinking like you know like is the is the system like fair you know that's kind of like a big question that kind of has been raised in my head i'm thinking like uh, what do i tell people do i tell them that you know is the system isn't fair or or should i just say i had bad luck right like that i'm not 100 percent sure what my mess my final message is on that but definitely if china is changing in a way where i think if you're an expat if you're a foreigner here you need to have all your bases covered you can't you can't just assume I have, I have the evidence or I have, you know, my, you know, I'm right. <laughs> you know, I'm, you, th- that, you kind of have to do a little extra work. I think you have to, you got to c- cover yourself a little bit more extra than, than, you know, than, than Chinese need to, I believe. I like, that's, I think at the end that's kind of the best I can say, because obviously right now it's kind of, just to get this news, it's kind of a bummer. The, the tough part isn't really the pain, it's the, the, the tough part is kind of coming to the realization that I had like a just cause, I was right, but I still lost. That's kind of where it gets a little you know, messy in my head, because I'm thinking like, you know, the, you know when you know you're right and you've done everything right, But then you still lose. It's worse than, than if you were wrong and you lost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: I guess I remember some listeners asked me after the show. The what? It wasn't there. I mean, there was contract. I remember we said in the first episode, the first recording. I remember we said it was like treated as a as a loan instead of actually as a sale of the equipment. Is people were still not clear if that was on a contract or was there miss was it something missed on the contract i mean i think that was something people were asking me last time
1: mm-hmm. yeah this is another good thing that this is a it's good for me to get an opportunity to clear this up as well this is another thing that is somewhat misinterpreted in the way that i've said it different media channels have kind of like said it, it they said it in a way but it isn't it isn't technically right and obviously when it comes to court proceedings you know the exact way you phrase something is really important it can't be too like oh you know it has to be very clear so actually at the end of the day every document that i signed isn't what what uh made made me lose it was just simply not knowing about and addressing the case in court so i want to make that very very clear the, the documents themselves weren't weren't what, you know, I didn't sign a bad document. Yes, there was some documents that, that maybe didn't, didn't really help from, from his side or from my side. But all, like, for example, there were two documents that I signed, but the plaintiff only submitted one document in, in the case. So had I known about the case, I had the other document. I easily would have submitted that, and they would have said, "Oh, yeah, both these documents, both signed. Okay, you're in the clear, John. You understand what I mean? It wasn't. It wasn't that I signed bad documents. It was how the documents were used, and me not addressing the case. That was where the mistake was. Okay. Does that, that mean make-
0: that that helps a lot? Yeah, because I remember there was some people like chatting about it before, and they felt like, well, if it wasn't a contract, why would why would uh, why would maybe you just maybe 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 you didn't read the contract or you missed something with the Chinese or something but yeah I think it was I remember I mean I'm like I don't know I'll say it too you know a lot I don't answer phone when my phone rings like a, it's like an unknown Chinese number I think it's like a advertisement or some spam so I'm assuming you're getting calls or maybe your number changed or your address changed and you can't be reached I, I had something where the police came to my house because I didn't register with the police and they kept calling my number and I kept hanging up because I didn't know what they were saying. And yeah. uh, they came to my apartment saying I needed to register with the police when I arrived back from China. And so I think it was, yeah, because I think a lot of expats or foreigners, you know, we just ignore the calls or the text. We can't read the text messages or the phone calls. So I I think that was that was the one that, that was what the issue was. So then he just filed whatever he wanted to file because you didn't respond to the case and didn't show up in court. He won automatically no matter what.
1: That's right. Exactly right. Yeah. I'm glad I'm I, to be able to clear that up to make that because, you know, it, it is, of course, it's always got to be careful about what you sign and how it's translated. These sorts of things. This is I think this is everyone knows this. Right. But a lot of a lot of people like have come up to me on the street and say, "Hey, John. Yeah, I've heard your story. Yeah, you signed some bad documents." And I was, it was like, you know, yeah, but it's no, that wasn't actually the problem. The pro, I have way more evidence on my side. I've a, a, a stupid amount of evidence. Like the, this, the, if I had my day in court, I would have, would have, would have won this case. So it wasn't so much the this, you know, signing a bad document that's quote unquote, it didn't, it wasn't that it was, it was, you know, it was just how the document was used. One document submitted, but not the other four. But then if you submit the other four, then the picture is clear. Mm, right.
0: Yeah. So he like selectively took what he would yeah, benefit. I'm not
1: put one on. I won't put that one. I'll put this one, you know, but I had them all. I was like, they're all there. And I, these are the documents that I've posted up online, you know, okay. I, for
0: Got it. Got it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Man. Well, so at least by 2021, I mean, it's been a really rough, actually for everybody. I I think I want to ask, I don't know, maybe you don't have an opinion or you don't. Do you think maybe this was a few years ago for foreigners in China it would have been different? Or I I feel like it's been getting harder for us in China. You know, I I don't know if you'd agree or have a comment on that, but I, I think it's getting harder for us. I think they I think if it was maybe 4 or 5 years ago you might have had a different outcome honestly.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean that's that's that actually when, when I hear that actually I pretty much would fully agree with that. Yeah. It's 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 just a different vibe now, right? It's a very much a different vibe. And yeah, I, so think- I don't know
0: if any lawyer. Lo- I don't know if I would I don't know if your lawyer or any lawyers or people in the system would have commented on something like that either, like Chinese people too, you know. But I feel like it's just getting, I mean, maybe it was almost too much the other way. Maybe a few years ago it would have been, maybe, I, I have not we have no idea, you have no idea, I have no idea, but maybe it was too far easy for foreigners, maybe they would have reconsidered it. But now I feel like they're just going too far the other way. But I, I don't know, I do want to say though, you know, I think I think this is Chinese have the same problem with courts too. You know, I think, I think you, you know, you, you had this bad outcome, but I think a Chinese person in your situation would have had similar, similar, if they had done, if the same things happened to them, the same would outcome would have happened. Right. I don't think it's just because you're a foreigner. I think if any, anybody within the system didn't respond to the court case, they would have lost in this procedural justice.
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, exactly right. I think Chinese. A lot of Chinese have a different, the same kind of. You know, they, they may may even in worse situations. Right. I think there's a lot of cases between Chinese and Chinese that uh, <laughs> that probably end a lot worse. That's yeah, true. Yeah,
0: I mean, I've, my my wife's family has had some. Even within the family, there was a bad deal, like like something like this, and one of the. I don't know, some kind of uncle or something with my father in law had some kind of falling out with some kind of a restaurant and my father in law lost it. And I think that's why a lot of Chinese don't think take things to court or they don't involve the court because they don't
1: Absolutely.
0: trust he the system. Is. Yeah. Well, that's good. all right. Well, I mean, thanks Thanks for being, uh, thanks for sharing with everybody. And I guess the biggest takeaway is. Well, we we can't really say it would have not been the situation four or five, 10 years ago, but I think nowadays, especially, I think you got to just be really careful about doing business, I guess everywhere. But I mean, so they just, do you have any ideas how many times they tried to call you or how they tried to contact you? Was it letters? Was it phone? What, what was the ways they were trying to do? You know, did they tell you?
1: Yeah. so My understanding they would have at least called me two times. One would have been from the court, right? Would have been the court, you know, some kind of notification. That, I I admit, I didn't answer that call. Second one would have been them trying to deliver me some court notice. That, again, probably didn't, I didn't answer that. So two times, I think, is the amount, it's it's two times. They're not going to be keep calling, keep calling. No, they do one. If they don't get it, they just go to the next procedure. They just go to, there's a procedure book. I'm assuming and they just say okay you know that's it next thing but as far as a letter being mailed to me it was mailed to an address that wasn't even my address so why why was why was you know an important document mailed to an address that wasn't even my address that's like a question I've asked my lawyers but they kind of fluffed it off like uh, like it's done all the time you know wh- what did wh- who's like, is the plaintiff putting, giving an address to the court for the court to send me documents and it isn't even a legitimate address? Like, is that, is that actually happening?
0: Yeah. Uh, where do they get the address or who sends them the address? The, the plaintiff? Or so you
1: just make up addresses? Is that, is that how it works? It's like, come on, guys. Like, but anyway, yeah, I've got that address. Like, I've got a, a, a photo of that address where I was like, that's a that's a good way to play it you just tell the court yeah contact him at this address
0: yeah yeah and I mean, uh, if i want to sue somebody i could just make up an address and just make up a contract and yeah, take it to court and
1: then they don't
0: respond because it didn't get to them and then i win and then I, it's almost scary if that's uh, what you have to do that's right it's <laughs> all right well Thanks again for, you know, I feel like I'm picking a scab on you or something, but thanks for sharing. I guess let's try to be a little bit more positive or or like talk about the future, you know. So, so, yeah, you're going to have some, you know, the rest of the year you'll be making these horrible payments. And uh, what have you been doing? What are you up to now? What's your future? I guess I'm honestly curious when you can get out of China. are you are you going to say, F this place, I'm gone, I'm, I'm out, I'm not coming back. Or are you going to hang out? Or are you going to maybe, what's your, pl- I guess it's two questions. Like what, if, maybe what, what's your, what are you up to these days? And then what's your plan once you can leave?
1: Yeah. I mean, this is the, this is kind of like something I want to, I focus a lot more on. I had, I had all some really close buddies of mine come over to my office. I've got a boxing ring there and we were doing some boxing and they were asking me about the whole story. And I was like, yeah, like, I'll tell you the story. I'll I'll tell you the story as quickly as I can. But the majority of what I'm going to tell you is the good stuff. Because at the end of the day, everyone has their problems. Uh, Everyone has has problems. Everyone goes through crazy stuff, right? Everyone has, you know, and what makes my problems more important? It's only more important if I believe that there's a lesson, right? If I've got, "Hey, hey, guys, this happened to me, but here's the lesson. You know, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not kind of like trying to take people's time or like, Hey, my problems are more important than yours. So listen, you know, so like there is a, there's massive positives in this. I've just since kind of, you know, like I'm, I'm a firm believer that in order for you to grow and, and reach your sort of your potential, you need to have a bit of fire under you. Something needs to, to trigger it. Right. You got to be uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. You know, if you
1: comfortable situation be surprised what you're capable of and uh, you know in during this time when you i've had to deal with this i've actually have like gained a lot more opportunities network and i just expanded my entire horizon so so much more than previously when i didn't have this right and it's just because at the end of the day you I, you know you go home and you say how am i going to deal with this if, you know i can do it, there's two ways i can do it i can drag my feet and cry about it to everyone and complain and be a little baby or you know you could be a man deal with it and then actually not 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 just deal with it but actually get a lot of value out of it so i kind of was like i'll choose the latter because man, it, it it sucked to have to go through something like this and it to be a, a like for the loss to be compounded, you know, for it to actually make me lose a lot more than than just the the money or the the time or the or being stuck in China. like that that would really be something that would scar me for a long time. So if you choose to like, okay, make this make this count for something. And make this t- one of those things where, you're like, actually, this really helped me. It helped me, you know, branch off into these new, you know, opportunities. And so far, that's exactly what's happened. So I'm happy about that. I've learned crowdfunding. It took two months to study crowdfunding. Hey, <laughs> and man. I studied it. Now I've, I've pretty much got it waxed. Awesome. I can... So who knows like maybe in the future if i launch some business i'll be like hey crowdfunding let's try that
0: <laughs> yeah i mean no it's it's great dude i mean you just you're, you're doing uh, i saw your a lot of different contents and you've been yeah you've been getting getting a getting word out yes yeah, I, awesome. I started
1: my podcast i mean that's just a, that's kind of just for some giggles it's just kind of like something to pass the time but i started a podcast i started like actually to be honest with you i think i've started like four new businesses during this time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great, man. That's great. Being creative. It's, it's, it's art. I guess my last question is, what do you think of, I mean, are you, you know, I guess, are you going to hang out in China after, or are you going to be sick of it? Go back to like Australia. You're from is I guess you can't wait to get back as soon as you can, maybe for Christmas or hopefully, or at the end of the year, you know, you're making plans
1: yeah China's okay it's not um, it's not uh, I I can't really let let um, a, a situation like this kick me out of China there's so many bigger things I'm working on right now that are far greater than just this little case that I have to deal with this is like a little mosquito I need to swat and get rid of and move on but yeah it wouldn't be fair to my future and all that I've gone through to have you know some scumbag who you know with just that has nothing better to do than just to waste his life on scamming people you know to be the reason i i leave china right that, that's kind of how i'm that's thinking that's a great about attitude it.
0: man I'm, I'm happy to hear that yeah. okay and then uh, if there's anything what, what's some things we can link to your what you know websites or projects or you know people can find oh,
1: go to, you go to what, my what? podcast it's some good 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 some good laughs on there nice. i'm kind of like chilling out with it i'm not too structured i'm kind of doing it the way joe rogan started and okay, just great. sort of having some fun with it but it's just called the jg show on podcast okay on great by obviously apple
0: okay yeah. awesome we'll link to it in the show notes and yeah thanks so much I really really appreciate you uh sharing with us the update and i wish it, i mean honestly i wish of course you know we all wish it was a better uh, a better one But it seems like you're staying positive. And like you said, it's just a mosquito that you had that bit you. And, uh, you know, you're you got much bigger and better things to do. So I I wish you the best in future endeavors.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, it's good to get on. Share the share the story.
0: Sure, man. That's what it's all about. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully this will save a few people from near your nightmare. So
1: appreciate it. Right. That's what counts.
0: Do you enjoy what you're listening to? Do you enjoy these amazing experts? Do you want to get in the inside of what we're doing at GFA? We have gfavip.com. We're doing regular calls and these are not just like recorded podcasts or recorded content. This is live stuff. We're talking about real people doing business on the ground, getting things done, making things happen. If if you want to get on the inside, we're trying to do even weekly calls on different topics whether it's like blogging and e-commerce or outsourcing or special guests or encore shows or live meditation, whatever it is. I would love to get to know you more. It's a paid private membership application only GFA VI. IP.com hope to see you there thank you john for sharing it's awesome well no not awesome man you're going to pay well it seems like you said you almost finished paying but you're not going to get that payments back and you got to f- fully pay this person which seems like took advantage of the situation and filed a court order and man it's one of those lessons answer your phone when it's some weird number you don't know on china right like if you don't answer this unknown number or this random number which I have the time think is some kind of spam advertisement because you sometimes get spam bombed with phone calls and texts in China right and you know many of us were foreigners were like God oh, or even answered in Chinese you don't know it's think of some kind of advertisement telemarketer and you hang up I guess the lesson is don't hang up <laughs> oh, unbelievable or, or answer those phone calls or somehow have your address up to date I, I don't know what's the best answer for people but uh, thank you for sharing John and giving us some closure and uh, I hope you get through the rest of those payments and uh, you have your name taken off that blacklist and you're able to, to make uh, decisions uh, and, and operate as you need. But it seems like you'll be still continuing your China journey, you know, even after that horrible experience. So I hope, uh, I hope you all enjoyed that little episode and we have so many more shows to go. I mean, it's just been tons of stuff happening here at global from Asia I'm, I'm doing this for my new apartment in Shenyang, China. You might hear some birds chirping. My daughter wanted some birds and my mother-in-law bought her some birds because she gets anything she wants. So future episodes might have some birds chirping because in my apartment we have parakeets or these little tropical green birds, two of them in a little cage in my house. <laughs> all right, well, we should all be grateful. I've been trying to continue to go through my transformation. You have to be grateful, appreciate what you have, appreciate where you are, appreciate the air you breathe, the food you eat, the body you have that's keeping you alive and healthy. Let's all try to appreciate. And uh, I'm going to maybe call this one over and out. Next week we got some more shows. I'm getting some great interviews here. If you have any feedback from me or if I could beg for a review on iTunes, supposedly Apple will help us get more people consuming this content because we spend a lot of time and money making these and I hope you all enjoy them. Thanks so much and have a great day. Or week, or morning, or night, or some meal. And you're walking your dogs, or whatever you're doing. Enjoy.
1: To get more info about running an international business, please visit our website at www.globalfromasia.com. That's www.globalfromasia.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our iTunes feed. Thanks for tuning in.